Any opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Shopping for the best e-commerce tips, tricks, and techniques? Looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store? Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. The e-com experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom, and their calculated conversion measures. Please welcome the host of e-com experts, Shauna Siegel. We have such a wonderful, fun guest tonight. He's one of our New Life event speakers that we just absolutely love. So if you are listening to our live show, today is May 7th. And if you're not in our chat room, then you are going to want to get your booty in here. Just go up to the top of the webmasterradio.fm and click on the chat link and then come on into our room. When you do so, click on the forward slash, then type in Nick, N-I-C-K, put in a space, and then type your name, as well, you know, what you want to be called by in the room. I'll go ahead and paste that again in our chat room so you know how to do that. Brass is going to help with that. But we want to know who you are. We want to say hi, so make sure you let us know who you are. So without further ado, let me introduce you to our awesome guest, uh, Mr. Dave Davies, owner and CEO of Beanstalk. How are you, Dave? I am doing fantastic. How are you this fine day? I am doing wonderful. I am doing wonderful. And I have to tell you, I love your show on Webmaster Radio, Webcology. What a coincidence. I do, too. <laughs> I love, <yours> as well. <laughs> love it so hey guys if you are not listening to webcology i am going to recommend that you go to itunes and click on the subscribe button to webcology it's an excellent show um the other one i really love is um seo 101 get in there and download that podcast as well okay those are those are two that I just absolutely have to listen to every single week. And when they're not on, I cry. So, Dave, if you could <laughs> give everybody a reminder about who you are and what you do. Um, sure. Well, I, I guess you, you covered it well. I'm the owner and, uh, and CEO of Beanstalk SEO, um, co-host of Webcology with your friend and mine, Mr. Jim Hedger. And, yep. uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we've been... We've been I've been floating around this world uh, with Jim actually since uh, since '99. Although now we run separate firms, but uh, yeah, this I've got to say the the latest stuff, the stuff we're going to be talking about or, or touching on today, um, you know, sort of par for the course. We see this occasionally, but definitely some exciting times to be in our industry. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's let's like dive in because I know that there's so much I want to like get your opinion on and talk with you about because you know I know you're into the whole um, SEO side of things and you know here we try to focus a little more on the e-commerce side which there are a little bit of changes and differences you know to what we're doing and what we're working with here not a lot but there are some um, and I would love to talk to you about it so first of all let's go actually inside let's 
Go head over to the Google blog, um, and that is insidesearch.blogspot.com. And what we're looking at is search quality highlights, 52 changes for April. Now, if you guys seen where people were saying um, online that there's 53 changes, and you might see the, in the link it says 53 changes, they noticed that they made a little boo-boo, and now it's 52 changes. So with that, let's go ahead and get started with the 52 changes. Now, was there anything like on this list that you went, holy cow, wow? Um, not really. I mean, it, it, it's an interesting thing if you if you sort of have paid attention, and you know, this, I could say the same for almost all of the. Uh, every time they put out this list, right? Like once a month, they they come mm-hmm. up with a list and go, "Hey, here's here's all the stuff that we've been doing." Um, if you've if you've been paying attention, not only to what is going on, like in any, you know, specific moment in time, um, but also pay attention to what, take your brain off of the person who's trying to sell something on their website and, and think about all those times you're trying to find something on the internet. All their changes, if you, as you watch them come, leads to this end goal of, I'm an SEO, they don't care about me, you're a website owner, they don't care about you. What they care about are the people that are going there to find services, you know, sites that you or I have, have influenced. So if we're using, say, techniques or, um, you know, there's, there's little things that they could tweak to make sure that things are, are more relevant for specific types of queries or, or, or whatnot, you know, if you're using things that don't comply with that, you know, off you go. Because <laughs> um, at the end of the day, all they care about is what their users are doing, right? I mean, they're yes. the largest advertising yeah. network in the world. This is... Um, you know, they don't make their money off me. They don't make their money off you. They make their money off advertising. So, you know, as long as the search results can be improved, they're going to improve them. And if you, you know, look, a blog that I, I highly recommend is uh, Bill Slosky's SEO by the Sea, and because he covers some of the things like patents and, and the technology changes and stuff like that, can sort of give you a uh, like a, a heads up. I mean, some of the things they're doing now, we were reading in patents two, three years ago, mm-hmm. as their goal, what they're trying you know, to do. And you know that you know, we can all try, but this is the, the biggest implementation of, of some of the things that they've been talking about recently. And if you just sort of paid attention to those guidelines and, and whatnot, uh, although we'll touch on some guidelines and have some problems with some of the changes they made recently, but um, you know, it, it, it's, it's a, unique, uh, a unique environment. And you won't be too surprised if you just pay attention not to what's in your interest, but what's in their interest, um, if, if you're sort of leaning towards their end, um, you'll never go wrong. It just might not happen fast enough for you. Yeah, and there's so many people out there that said, Google, you killed my business and and all of this, but, but they don't understand that Google is a business that has customers, and their customers are seeking information. And if they don't find top-quality information, they're going to go to Bing. They're going to go to Yahoo, or they're going to go to this new DuckDuck, Goose, or I, I cannot remember the name of that new search one for the life of me, but you know, they're going to go somewhere else. They're going to lose their customers. So they have to do this to keep their customer. They do. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's a perfectly level playing field. I mean, when I, you know, am working with a client and, 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 you know, we move them up and hey, they're at number whatever, four, there's somebody who's upset because somebody just went down from page number 10 to number 11. I mean, and, and, and the same can be said for Google. I mean, webmasters will cry, you know, you ruined my business, this and that. And fair enough. I mean, my, my 
you know, my heart actually truly goes out as a business owner. My, my heart goes out to these people. Um, but at the end of the day, there's another webmaster somewhere giving himself a high five because he just succeeded, right? So it's, uh-huh. it's a sort of a zero-sum scenario where, yes, you've lost, somebody else has gained. Um, and if you take a look at the new people and, and what they're doing, so not just take a look at who are the people entrenched in the top ten, but who are the people that are fast climbing up, who's new into the top ten, you'll want to look at the signals that they're sending out and go, well, why? I mean, I, I speak from experience because I'm competing with this with somebody who's barely new into the top ten for my queries as well, and it's interesting to take a look at the, the approach that they're taking, which is different than some of the companies that you know I've seen that have been slogging along for you know, a decade you know, competing with us, and it's like, oh, and, and here's somebody new taking a different approach to things. Um, you know, and, and taking a look there might might help trigger something in your brain where you've exhausted what you can think of. Well, take a look. What's working? <laughs> Be inspired by by some new uh, some new techniques. And if you see that it doesn't comply with with Google's guidelines, well, then you you're left with the choice of just waiting them out because eventually it'll go away, or um, you, know, you you can file a report against them. You know, it's interesting that that you say that because I see many store owners that will say, well, they've only been in business for this long. How come they're outranking me? And they're not looking at the big picture. And when it comes to rankings, there's a much bigger picture now than what used to be five, six, seven years ago. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, the, the, the world is completely different. There was a on my show, not to sort of cross-promote, but I guess we're on the same station, so hey, we can do that. Um, I had a, an interesting interview with uh, Michael, one of the owners of Tasty Placement, and so I guess, you know, inadvertent plug for him, but it was a good infographic he did, so he gets a double dip on the, on the perks there. Um, <laughs> did an interesting study related to social media and its impact on organic. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, highly recommend it. You know, head over to the, to the Tasty Placement blog. It, it really is a unique thing. Um, and, and the ties between, you know, Google Plus profiles and how many circles you're in and, and how many plus ones your site has, well, this, this wasn't even a consideration a few years ago that, that we even had to look at, right? I mean, it used to be a metric of on-site and links, and now all of a sudden there's this, there's this third area that we need to look at and, and, and really you know, dig down into. And then if we really think about it, as, as not as SEOs, but as people who are actually going in there to shop, it makes perfect sense because a person with a strong, engaged social profile, um, and, and they did find that, and I've certainly found that from, from my experiences as well, is it's not just about, hey, I've got, you know, a, a thousand followers on Twitter. Well, you can buy that for a hundred bucks, right? <laughs> that's, that's nothing, but if you're engaged <laughs> with these people, I um, mean, you're engaged in, in your circles and you're, you're doing all of these things, um, you know, We've seen we can have profiles with twice as many likes and whatnot, and they don't perform as well as one where we've strongly engaged with half the likes, but we're you know communicating with people and um, you know responding and getting retweeted because we're putting out good information. These profiles are, are really taking off, and if we think about it, this is the new. Not to say links are are, are gone by the wayside. No, certainly not. But this new metric is in that is more a, a pure human being generated signal um and that's why they can't count you know how many likes you have as as just a you know a purist metric or a soul metric or they can't count how many followers you have but how engaged are you and how engaged are your followers with you it makes perfect Mm -hmm. sense that this would be be a a stronger and stronger metric as as things progress forward 
Mm, absolutely. And, you know, before we go on a break, I'm going to send you guys over to this transcript because I know I sent you guys over to um, – over to the video last week, but Dwayne, um, I can't remember his last name, but he was from Bing, and this was a conversation that he was having with Matt Cutts, um, and it was Bing and Danny Sullivan, and he said, there's a couple of key important items to notice, and he said, what I am telling you is, if you are not engaged socially, you are missing the boat, because the conversation is happening socially about you and about your content, so you need to be engaged, because those are really important signals for us, whether you're involved or not is your choice, but those signals still exist whether you're in the conversation or not. And I thought that was really very interesting how he specifically put that um, those are really important signals for us. I love I love that he said that. And it was very interesting, intriguing that he said that at the same time because it was like, wow, this was not there so long ago. And now it is. So go check out that little conversation. You might even want to print it and take a look at it. But don't go anywhere because, you know. Don't get involved either because we have a lot more to talk about. You're listening to Ecom Experts on WebmasterRadio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. Your virtual webmaster frat house. Webmasterradio.fm. Hey, bring your togas. Webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on Webmasterradio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. 
Welcome back, everyone. We are here with Dave Davies, CEO of Beanstalk SEO, and I am so excited to have you here. I'm going to go ahead and put the link into the blog article because there's some really great things that we need to talk about, and this is the article that goes over kind of some of the changes that Google's made, and I there's a couple of them in here I'd like to discuss about now. Um, one of them was about the importance to how search terms are scored and ranking, and one of the most fundamental signals you in search is whether and how your search terms appear on the pages you're searching. This changes the way those terms are scored. I'm a little concerned about this little update here and how certain people will take that. I saw an article, I believe it was on Search Engine Land, that thought that maybe this had to do with low quality articles or articles from spun content, um, that sort of thing. But I'm also concerned about people who are just jamming in a bunch bunch of um, keywords just trying to get them all over the place and you know thinking about how that's that's what they're thinking about when they're talking about search terms appearing on the pages where people are searching what were your thoughts on that well you're right this is an area it's such a vague way of wording that thank you google um, yes, and, and everything is so vague. <laughs> I see it. They, they often word these things in a, in a very vague way. So this could be open for interpretation in a, in a wide array of areas. The way I took it, um, and I mean, I guess I, I like to take these things in. A, if I take it this way, I, I guess I can't go wrong. So let's opt <laughs> to go that way. Even if I'm interpreting <laughs> it wrong, the result will still be good. Okay. Um, and we know that Google's trying, you know, it's the over-optimization penalty, right? We know that Google is is trying their best um, to make sure that you know these pesky SEOs who are cramming things in here and there and, and really using things and, and tags and, and, and styles um, in ways that don't comply with a positive user experience, we know they're trying to impact those things. I mean, these are mm-hmm. you know, they've been vocal on this. This isn't some you know top secret thing that I'm coming up with here. Um, so when I was reading that. Um, I was taking it as them basically saying, we're actually taking a look better than we were before at the way you're wording things on your page, and does this comply with what we deem to be a positive user experience um, when the user lands there? Um, so, you know, the idea of having tags being misused and, and header um, H1s being hidden and, um, you know, these sorts of things, and, and keywords crammed onto a page or big lists of links, and, I mean, this, this will apply for certainly in, in e-com, um, you know, big lists of links all with, and I have a client who, who did this, much to my chagrin, um, with, you know, link of, you know, keyword phrase X2, keyword phrase X3, right, like where it's just this big, big list of, of different, you know, things that just are meant to cram the keyword onto the page as much as possible. You know, you can't have, say, uh, an article's archive, all of which are keyword phrase X with a, a, you know, a modifier, keyword phrase X with another modifier, right? It's just not natural. Um, right. So I took this as Google basically going, we, we, can, we can see what you're doing. We, we can read what a user reads better than we were able to before. Um, and so you need to make sure that you're, the copy on your page is matching what we believe should be there. Um, when when we send a user there, and uh, to me, um, you know, as as somebody who got to start doing affiliate marketing, and I won't pretend that this was all you know <laughs> white hat um, strategies being used, but you know, affiliate marketing circa 1999. Um, as a searcher, I have to look at that and go, fantastic. Um, you know, that's you know a, a great move on their part because you know 
yes, I'm an SEO, but isn't it nice if as an SEO they can create an environment where actually making sure that the copy on the sites that we're working on reads properly and then to not reward sites that are spammy, won't that be better? For sure, because, I mean, at the end of the day, yes, my clients love rankings. They love when they have those ranking reports with little green arrows pointing up. Um, but at the end <laughs> Makes of the day, them feel really, real good, doesn't it? <laughs> it, it? It feels great. and I mean, it, it's wonderful to me when ranking reports come out and I see, you know, all those little green arrows. But at the end of the day, they don't really care about those arrows. Everybody thinks we do, and everybody thinks we care about, you know, page one rankings and top three rankings and, and this and that. At the end of the day, though, if I'm making money, I'm happy. I mean, if I could make more money in position 22 than position 2, I'd be in position 22, where I'd be working hard at it anyway. Um, <laughs> so it's not really about the placement, and I think that's what, what we're really seeing with some of these changes. Is this, uh, Some might view it as, as a detriment of sorts, but I view it more as an opportunity to actually word things the way your visitors want them to word. Um, and I actually just had a, a few staff meetings just to that effect over the later part of last week and, and just this morning talking about these these changes and going through sites, making sure that you know we had a, an, an unfortunate circumstance where clients had done stuff and, and we hadn't caught it. <laughs> We've been doing some interesting stuff. Yes. And it's like, all right, let's review everybody um, <laughs> you know, this month while we're going through their sites and make sure you know, every you know, run density checks on them. And in a weird way, it's not to target an optimal density, it's to make sure things aren't over-optimized and, and that, you know, we don't have these lists in on, um, on e-commerce sites and stuff like that where it's just, you know, keyword, phrase, keyword, you know, listless list over and over again of all these phrases. And let's make sure that um, what the visitor, what Google should interpret as what the visitor would want to see is, is indeed going to be what, uh, what we're presenting to them. The downside is there are actually some cases where this over-optimized, you know, sort of list of keywords may actually work for the site owner, and you've got to kind of go, all right, well, now we've got to undo what may be in the in the user's best interest and, you know, make sure we're not sending the wrong signals because you don't want to get it, you know, you don't want to be that collateral damage that did it right but still got the penalty. Right, right. Yeah, and, and, and it's important to know which pages are ranking for which keywords and if they're still ranking for those keywords at this time and, you know, then making adjustments from there because if you're ranking number one and maybe there are some things that are questionable, do you change them or do you hold on and wait for another update? That's a big question. Well, that's and a really, really good question and we all deal with that. I mean, we there's, all there's deal every, with uh, it and it's a question remiss. I received just today and it's like, great question. <laughs> And it depends, it, I think. <laughs> it, it really is. And, I mean, a lot of times you see that with on-site, and that's actually almost a, a worse environment is when you're dealing with it on-site because that leaves you some question marks um, that maybe don't exist if you're seeing it when you're reviewing your backlink profile and going, wow, I didn't get that unnatural links thing, but wow, you know, and we're looking at the backlinks going, you know, that's, that's not quite what we would like to see here. Um, in the area of backlinks, it's a much easier, although time-consuming issue to address um, and I, I like to lean towards the, I'd rather move down a couple positions but know I'm good than mm-hmm. move down 20 positions because I, I wanted those rankings for just another month or two longer, right? Just that, that stability. Um, the approach I would take in the area of links, if you can genuinely look at your backlinks and go, okay, I know I did some wrong. I'm not going to report that I did some wrong, but I know I did some wrong, um, would be to go in and build some good ones, right? Basically, if you're building up some solid links and then slowly but surely trickling out the ones that may get a penalty, so you're, you're trying to keep yourself kind of level. If you've, you know, say, 
and I'll, I'll put it in simplistic, and we can debate whether page rank is a metric or not. But if you're removing a page rank four, well, replace a page rank four and then remove it, right? So you're always staying at this at this level point. You may take some hits because of aging and, and stuff like that, but overall, at least you'll be able to go to bed going, all right, I'm making a little bit less money, but I know that tomorrow I'm still going to be making that little bit less money and not making nothing. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So the next down that that I thought was very interesting, and actually if we skip one, kind of hit the next um, next one, is more text from the beginning of the page in snippets, which kind of goes, if you printed it out, um, on the second page, it also talks about more efficient generation of alternative titles, more concise and or informative titles, um, you know, where they're kind of talking about grabbing some of that information from the beginning of the page, maybe even overriding the titles that you have if they feel like it's more relevant. But we've always kind of said, you know, in that first paragraph, put what's important. But now they're telling us even more so, hey, it's really important to put the important information in in up front, up close, but don't overstack it. Don't over keyword it. Just put the important information there. Right. Um, it's going to be put, I, it may I, be put I love in there. I to hate this part. <laughs> I do. I don't um, like that they're going to be changing our titles. Yeah, and I mean, the thing is, it plays against people like you or I, or, or probably most, if not all, of the listeners here, where, you know, let's count ourselves, we're people in the know. Um, you know, we're people that know that it's, it's, it's about the click. It's not about the position, it's about the click, right? I mean, you know, again, I, I had you know, to, to go back, and this is going back many years here, but I had a client sitting in position one, and we noticed the click-through rate was just not good. De-optimized their title. Now, this is back when titles held a lot of weight. They dropped to position three, but quadrupled their traffic. But that's because we knew better, right? We knew that this was something we could do. Um, and that we should be monitoring for, for click-through rates. And then, lo and behold, with that improved click-through over time, they've, they've moved up. Um, you know, this is a case where Google knows full well that most people don't know. Right? You and I know. Um, we know how to title things. Um, we know to, to monitor for click-through rates on titles, and we know to test different titles, just like you would on a, on a paid campaign. It's worth doing on an organic campaign. Um, and not just watching the position, but watching what's your click-through rate. But Google, most people don't know that. Most people are, you know, they're, they're putting up blogs or they, you know, blogs are a great example where they're just writing this blog post to be a blog post, right? It, it, it's titled in a way that's just conversational. It's not meant for that click. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this gives them the opportunity to go, all right, we tried it your way. It ain't working, right? We're showing you it, you know, position two, and you're just not getting those clicks that, that you should. Well, maybe it's because it's a blog, and maybe this is just a conversational title. We're going to jump in here on your behalf and, and try this out. My only hope will be Google will weigh off what I've done <laughs> versus mm-hmm. what they think. Um, <laughs> and and to, to see, is it actually better to do it your way, or did I know what I was talking about when I, when I went in there and, and, and created the titles and descriptions that I did? But as a positive byproduct for people who see this, it really sort of puts the onus on us to not just make sure that we're using keywords but to also include them in a way that if they grabbed it and made it my description tag, that it's going to be something that I want. Is you know I, I refer to the to the organic services ads um, in a weird way because it's this is my advertisement to the world. This is all they're going to see until they click. So this is my chance to grab them. Now we also need to take a look at how are we wording those first few sentences that we're including our keywords in. What might Google grab um, and make sure that it's worded in such a way 
that if that's what showed up instead of the description tag I selected, that it's going to be, you know, it may not be as good just because with descriptions you have an ability to do you know, things a little bit differently than you would with copy directly on your page, but is it something that's still going to be appealing? And I mean, they may decide, hey, this isn't a better description, go back to your old one, but in that interim, wouldn't it be nice to, to still see as much traffic as you could? And the answer is, of course, yes. Right. But in the same token, now what was really interesting that kind of caught my ear in the previous show, SEO 101, I, it's something that they said kind of of hit me. And they said, you know, the way that they said it, I think, just kind of caught my, uh, my ear was they're removing factors that help you manipulate results. And in a way... We, when we do adjust those titles and we do adjust things so that our clients are going to show up much higher in the search results, um, because we are adjusting titles, we're seeing what what works, we're seeing what doesn't work, we're manipulating things, we're seeing which get better click through rates. In a way, we are still manipulating those results, and that's what Google's trying to stop. So I can kind of see it now from both ways. It's interesting. Yeah, that's a problem when you can see it from both angles, isn't it? It's much easier yes. and nicer when it's black and white, and you're like, no, I'm right, and you're doing evil. Um, yes, and, and I love that um, Bruce uh, Clay wrote that in his blog post, that this is all a black and white issue. That's why they call it Penguin, <laughs> Penguin and Panda Updates. Bruce Clay was completely right about that, but at the same time, nothing with Google is black and white. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, there's, there's really only one thing that we, we can say with 100% certainty about Google, and that is they're our source of traffic. <laughs> right? and that's, that's really the 